It's a beautiful day and a fine time for healing. Podcast host Randy Fine, a narcissistic abuse expert and the author of the groundbreaking book Close Encounters of the Worst Kind and the captivating memoir Cliff Edge Road, invites you into her sanctuary, a place where your physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being are all that matter. So put your feet up, relax, and enjoy today's show. And now, here's Randy. Good morning. Thank you for tuning in to listen to A Fine Time for Healing. I am your show host, Randy Fine. Today, we're going to talk about manifesting your deepest desires. And we have with us healer and uh, coach, and she has actually more um, just more titles, but I couldn't fit it in the, in the heading, but her name is Lydia Vandenbrock. And um, we're going to be talking about manifesting and also chakras. And what's going to be really interesting is that Lydia is going to be focusing on one chakra every month. She will be back uh, at the end of the show. I will give you all the dates. Lydia will be back and we'll be talking about one chakra a month. So the time has come. Fifth dimensional consciousness refers to the spiritual dimensions that mirror our spiritual growth. Maybe now more than ever, as we find ourselves living through extreme social upheaval, we want our outer world to reflect the picture of the life we hold inside. Maybe now more than ever, as we find ourselves living through extreme social upheaval, we want our outer, oh, I already said that. It's important to know how and why things manifest and why they sometimes do not. Manifesting something is not the inevitable result of following certain steps. It is the dance of life, and you are the dancer. So today's special guest, Lydia Vandenbrock, Ph.D., is a transformational healer, teacher, coach, and applied mystic rooted in everyday life. The core of her work is to be heart-to-heart with each person and escort them into their fullest potential. She holds a Ph.D. in holistic sciences and psychotherapy. Lydia has a private practice in the Chicago area and is available in person or by phone. She gives keynote speakers speeches, teaches groups and workshops by invitation, and is available to guide individuals and groups to elevate their consciousness and encourage cooperation. Good morning, Lydia. We're very excited to have you. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Randy, and good morning to you and to all of our listeners. Yes, thank you. Good morning to everyone. It's a beautiful day. So, how, do, how does ego, you know, ego is such a large part of who we are in this physical world. How does it stand in our way of manifesting what we really want? Oh, what an awesome question, Randy. A long time ago, most of our listeners probably remember uh, Wayne Dyer. He's now deceased. What he called ego, essentially, he was referring to edging God out, right? In other words, I know better than anybody. I know better than God, so I'm just going to do my own thing. So ego, essentially, um, are, are the imprints of our thoughts, 
and our emotions that have imprinted themselves on our energy system through the chakras. So all of our unfinished business, childhood stuff, even uh, previous lives are essentially imprinted on the chakras. And so the ego is essentially a very dense consciousness, uh, the energy, of course, of, of the divine, of spirit, of God, whatever words you prefer, essentially, as we open our energy system through the chakras, is then able to clear those old imprints. Remember that our body is like an energetic system. It's like, it's like a tube. I call it a pranic tube. And the chakras are located along that pranic tube. And each time we're able to bring in the awesome energy of spirit or divinity or whatever your word is, I like kind of wisdom or, or God, whatever you are comfortable with, is then able to dissolve these old imprints that we have lived with like forever. And so today, lovely Randy, we are dealing with the basic energies in the first chakras, the energy of fear and survival. As soon as we arrive on the planet, right, um, essentially, you know, the challenges begin. Maybe were we welcomed by our parents? We don't know. What was our birth process like? We don't know. What was our, our early childhood like? Um, were our parents equipped essentially to have children? Probably not. Um, so the, the, the imprints on that first chakra, so many of us, Randy, are still dealing with the imprints of lack, lack and survival. And that's why, you know, our financial well-being is huge. Most people still live their lives essentially in fear of, uh, of not having enough and putting all of our energy into the lack consciousness. And so we are beginning with that first chakra. And thanks to Randy, thank, thanks to Randy that we have somebody like Randy to help us uh, through this passage called life. Right. So chakras, essentially, we're going to be talking about manifestation and why are the chakras so important? Because if you're anything like me, and I know I'm just like everybody else, only I have maybe a little bit more experience because this is my life's work, is the, the chakras essentially are energy centers. So if you get that picture in your mind, that run from the tailbone through the center of our body to the crown of the head. So picture like a long tube, if you will. So they are like junction points between the material realm and the spiritual realm, like the bridge, if you will, between the unmanifest and the manifest. As we open our chakras, we can connect to the divine so the, the universal is essentially beyond our physical form. So as I said earlier, we're going to be focused today on what is called the root chakra. The color is red, 
And so if you would care to just place your attention by your tailbone, also around the back, just, uh, just uh, above your sexual organs, if you will, and the color is red. So what does that have to do with manifestation? I know, I know, I know that you've spent a lot of time trying to manifest a heart's desire. And certainly that sometimes has worked. Most of the time that has not worked because we've tried to manifest from the ego, like I want a new car or I want a new house. And it has validity because we do, we are able to, if we visualize or picture, let's say, a a new house, that may very well happen, but most of the time we manifest through the ego, which is kind of a low vibration, if you will. We remember that we are here essentially to, to awaken to our spirituality. And during our wonderful time <clears throat> together, as we clear our energy centers, we're going to uh, clear the energy of the past, if you will, And I'm sure most of our listeners, uh, Randy, have heard essentially we are collectively as a planet stepping into fifth dimensional consciousness, right? We lived in what's called 3D. We lived from the ego. What's in it for me? What do I want? And so all of the incredible challenges on the planet right now is because the earth is shedding the past. And so all of us are having a difficult time. I know it. I hear it every day. I certainly have my own challenges because we can no longer, we cannot ascend into fifth dimensional consciousness uh, with all of our luggage, shall we say, from the past. That's so right. True. Can we picture That's that, right? So right. Yeah. We have to right. We have to get rid of that luggage. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I've talked a lot about the fifth dimension and um you know and where we're going with that. And it's a mm-hmm. it's a difficult concept for us to understand because we're gonna mm-hmm. be going from from this <clears throat> physical world to more of a um intuitive um mm-hmm. How would you explain it? How would you explain yeah. the world we're going into? Uh, certainly intuitive is, is a good word to use as we connect with the energy of source. And here again, source with a big S, if you will. And just to give words, you know, so we can all relate to what I'm saying. As we clear these old uh, imprints, shall we say, the energy of source, which is running through us via the breath, by the way. We can't stay a very long time without breathing, right? So source energy or God or wisdom or divinity, whatever word you feel, as we clear the path, our intuition, I like to say the word, being tuitioned from within, Right. So as we clear the past, actually intuition opens as we work with a third eye, which is a couple of sessions away. But still, that can begin right here and right now because those lower chakras are usually the densest. 
you know, fear-based, and they so holding on to the past and beginning to release the first chakra imprints is what we are doing today. Okay, and that sounds like it's so very important. Mm-hmm. Would you say, and you would say that most people, if they're not aware that mm-hmm. this is a blockage in their life, would be Correct. very blocked and dense. That's just sort of part of, because you were saying, because we carry so much with us from mm-hmm. our past in that area. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's, um, it's important that we release that and we will talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, you talk about being worthy of receiving yes. and it's important before we manifest anything that we believe we are worthy of receiving, right? Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, may, may I go with that, Randy? I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. So would I. Um, I noticed, uh, Randy, that you, like many of us, of course, have had difficult childhood um, in the way of just not being treated respectfully in the way of abuse and, and, and various, you know, because people didn't know any better. So that registered as wounds of survival. So if we are living life from, from almost like the, 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 the feeling of um, um, I don't fit in, um, I don't have enough finances, I feel lack I don't feel good enough. I feel fear. And all those imprints, even just, and this doesn't need to take 100 years, by the way. It takes awareness that living in that space, first of all, it's a lie. It's not true. But it is simply a lie that we have believed in. And so we're going to uh, uh, begin, certainly, um, to to feel and to see within our energy system the sacredness of our sexuality. Most of us, many of us, have had some kind of unpleasant experiences um, during childhood, right? Uh, and so those experiences, as they are locked into your system, we're going to keep referring to them as we living, obviously, adults' lives, you know, I'm going to tell this a funny little story, um, Randy. Um, I was doing, in the past, that is, I was doing some corporate work, and I was in the boardroom teaching people, adult people, and they're actually all men. And I walked into the room, and they were all sitting there, you know, with their pants and, and, and ready to start. And so suddenly... Source energy showed me like in a flash of intuition that all those grown men were sitting there just like little six-year-olds, right? <laughs> so they're all, you know, in their suits and, 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 you know, but really they were just like little kids, six-year-olds sitting there. And so <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And so oh, we're living gosh. adult uh, yes, lives. And so this is, you know, we're living in these adult bodies uh, dragging around the wounds from our childhood is what I'm trying to say. Uh, You are so right. And it's that's one of 
the key points that I share when I'm co- coaching people through their narcissistic abuse issues because uh-huh. there's a great uh, misunderstanding that we grow up mm-hmm. and we grow out of things. It is not mm-hmm. true. We don't grow up it's and not. grow out of things. Whatever mm-hmm. wounds we had as children, we are still carrying. So you are right. When you were saying that, I was laughing to myself because, yes, mm-hmm. we are all the children, the little children mm-hmm. that we yes. that are carrying all the pain for us. Yes. So, yes, yes, that's 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 very very true. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so, go on. No, it's okay. <clears throat> on that same. Um, vain, shall we say, all of these resistances or old imprints, if you will. Let's go back to the, the boardroom for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, if those imprints stayed there, and of course they have been there forever, 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 <clears throat> unexamined. And so eventually they go through the, the mental, emotional, and even physical system. Now, many of the illnesses that we see today are essentially a result of people not knowing what they're carrying around. And so usually, of course, a health condition is dealt, you know, with, you know, the appropriate uh, uh, medical intervention. But the medical intervention, Randy, deals with only the physical. And in this physical body is contained the emotional body, the mental body, and the spiritual body. So it's absolutely vital if we are serious about healing ourselves and manifesting, because you can't manifest with a clogged energy system, right? And so it's very important at least to have a sense of, what do I need to, first of all, examine? What do I need or do I need help with? Transforming is actually the most desirable word to use, to transform, to change form from those basic fearful energy to transform into a divinity, which is flowing through us all the time with every breath, every breath. You're making us feel, you know, so conscious of really what's going on in our bodies. And I, I like the way that you explain it because I can feel exactly what you're saying as you're saying it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. thank you for your way of sharing that with us. So, Why do we need to surrender? This is something, you know, we were talking about ego. This is something that humans have a very difficult time with. Letting go of the concept that they need Mm -hmm. to control everything. And when we can surrender, it brings Mm -hmm. so much ease to our lives. We flow with life. So Mm -hmm. you say surrender to the heart of divine love. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean when you say that? Goodness, uh, thank you for such awesome uh, questions, um, Randy. Uh, surrendering is, if, if I may just go back to 
how we began is we have God energy flowing through us via the breath, right? We have wisdom energy. You know, what is making us breathe? Whatever your religious denomination, or if you have none, that's absolutely fine. Also, you have the breath. You have divinity that is flowing through you. And surrender, really, we are learning in fifth-dimensional consciousness. We're learning to surrender like something difficult happens with, and of course, every day something difficult happens, right? A very simple thing would be uh, just this morning I was, you know, doing things at my desk and I was looking for an item. I didn't know where it was, but it's very important, right? Usually what happens is we go in a state of anxiety, we go in a state of panic, we can't find this particular item. And of course, these things happen over and over and over again. And so surrender in that moment, right? If I may just give a little hint, you know, I was looking for this particular item, could not find it, is rather than having myself so worked out, where is that item? I see the item as already fulfilled. Oh, I have found it. It brings peace to my body. And so what I'm doing and what I'm hoping, of course, that all of our lovely listeners would can begin to do, you see it as already complete. Oh, okay. And so the day can begin knowing it's already done rather than having just one anxiety item over another, over another, over another, causing unbelievable stress in the body and actually getting very little accomplished. So surrender is essentially calling in, right, the energy of source, which is already flowing through you. It's what's making you walk, what's making you create, what's making you do life in a much bigger sense than, you know, just worrying about this and just see it as already done. In fact, I give a little example, actually. I had one of those awesome experiences yesterday where I locked myself out of my car. You know, isn't that exciting, right? Oh, my gosh, yes. (laughs) I know, so exciting, right? And I saw myself almost like immediately going into a state of panic, you know, all my clients are waiting by the time I get home, blah, blah, blah. But I noticed myself just not doing that. And I was breathing. I was standing there by my car. And mostly I'm not going to share the entire story. But within a matter of, I would say, 20 minutes or so, I was in a place where I had my situation resolved right? With minimal, with minimal anxiety, minimal anxiety. Oh, wow. We we surrender everything, everything. And so some of your listeners, I'm sure, may have heard of Abraham Hicks. Yes. Is that familiar with you? Well, Abraham Hicks essentially does these wonderful, wonderful little YouTubes essentially about what is needed for us to be able to manifest, right? And a prime requisite to manifest 
is to bring yourself into what I call a state of grace, right? A state of grace and simply what I say, it is so darn simple, Randy, is everything is always working out for me. Everything is always working out for me, right? So you're opening the door to manifesting right away because the energy of source has permission to flow through you without all these blockages, right? And so today we're focusing on the first blockage. And if you still allow, uh, lovely Randy, at the end of our show today, um, I'm going to offer our listeners uh, just a, a brief little process, as I call it. And we're going to focus on that first chakra, whatever your challenge is. You know, it could be, you know, financial, it could be sexual, it could be whatever is locked in that first chakra. So at least we're giving our listeners something that they can begin to work with. I hope that'd be okay with you. That sounds wonderful. I'm sure everybody's excited. Yeah, we'll get to that. Mm -hmm. So the, the Kundalini is an energy that's at the bottom of the spine. And there's, what is kundalini energy? What is that? What is kundalini energy? It is uh, the energy that essentially, uh, sometimes it is called um, a spiral, you know, that flows up through the back of the spine and it escorts us into alignment it literally some people also um, uh, refer to it as uh, well a, a spiral is probably the most familiar one or a snake and the snake that is the snake of transformation and so it flows up the back of the spine and as it opens those samskaras it's what it's called this old imprint it brings powerful divine energy into all of the imprints that we have sitting there. So the Kundalini energy is the energy of enlightenment that is always available to us if we notice. Mm-hmm. Now, so, so what does it take to notice it? Do we focus on that spiral or... What is it? Because is it something we can feel? We can't. We, I'm sure we can't see it because energy is not visible. But how do we pay attention to that? We bring our awareness to it, um, Randy. You know, this is why it has taken humanity so long because you can't see it. Most of the time, you can't feel it. Uh, although some people can, I certainly can. Here, you, we're using the breath. And so since today we're working with the first chakra, as we're beginning to transform that old stuck energy, we are beginning today to transform that into light. And so that uh, kundalini energy is at last being freed 
and it becomes almost like liquid light. And so therefore it begins to rise up the spine. And so I feel the best way of, of doing it is to immediately place your attention on everything is always working out for me. The energy then becomes more refined and our attention goes towards the resolution rather than staying with the problem. You know, the problem just creates more density, more fear, because then we bring in whatever happened yesterday and when we were children, because that's what most of us are still doing, particularly with with finances or whatever fear it is that we have. Okay. So the kundalini energy is something that's flowing all the time. The chakras are are located in specific areas. And I know that we're Mm -hmm. going to talk about seven of them, but there really are more than seven chakras, right? Uh, Yes, um, Randy. I felt so that our listeners would benefit the most. Um, It's actually about uh, eight chakras. Well, actually seven. Um, The eighth chakra is already out of the body, it's, I call it the chakra of grace, and it's above the head to open the door even wider to receive divinity flowing through us. So we'll get to that way towards the end. What we're doing today, though, is focusing on the lower ones, if okay. you will. And, and so the flow uh, is beginning to open Okay. Um, to it's beginning to open so we can begin to live actually more comfortable, more free of fear and anxiety. Okay, so we're all waiting to find out how we do that. Can you guide us through yes. that? Yes, I will. Uh, we have enough time, I trust, to, to do that towards the end of um, our show. So for now, if, if I may, Randy, just so our listeners know all the things we're going to be addressing and looking at during our time together, that's why I'm so grateful that we're doing those seven um, chakras because they all, of course, work together. So today we are going to do a practical on various fears because all fears are essentially the same you know it's fear of survival or money or sex or whatever it is and so when we get to the second chakra we're going to look at the energy of power struggles and codependency because when Mm. you think of it randy life is about power right inner power not power in the usual sense of I have more power than you, you have more power than me. And we're going to look at these chakras, Randy, as floors in the body, right? And just picture the body is the building, right? And we hold all of these emotional and mental wounds on various floors, right? So today we're going to be looking at the first floor of your building, right? The foundation of your building. Because you can see 
you can feel if the foundation of our building is not stable, what's going to happen? Right? It's going to collapse, right? That's right. That makes perfect right. sense. So, yes. So we're going to look at chakra as floors in the body. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. So that makes more sense, doesn't it? It does. It's sort of, it's our foundation. Yes. Right? Yes. And so most of our foundation has been wobbly and wonky, mm-hmm. right? And yes. so we have not been able to ground ourselves, right? And so many of us have had, you know, unpleasant sexual experiences or uh, in early life, which then frequently translates into later in life. And so all of these imprints have made our body very wonky, right? Very, very unstable. And so we're going to look today at our first floor and our listeners will find that they are beginning to ground themselves already, even after today. Because life is all about power, your power, your inner power, not power in the usual sense that people use it, you know. Uh, So your power, your inner power, which is the energy, of course, of source, your personal power. Okay. Yes. So the next month, I hope everybody comes back for the next month. Uh, we're going to be looking at the, the, the second chakra or the, or the second floor, if you will. We're going okay. to look at power struggles. <laughs> and that's going to be, that show will be on March 26th at 11 a.m. Eastern. Okay, so I talk about self-love a lot. We hear about, we hear self-love. Um, mm-hmm. But there's many people who don't know how to achieve that or even what that concept is can we have self-love if our root chakra is blocked uh well that is why we're doing what we're Mm -hmm. doing uh lovely randy self-love i'm one of the the few people um, if you invite our uh, listeners maybe to visit my website there's a couple of things that i wrote there on self-love because we have very little concept. In order to feel the love within ourselves, we need a strong sense of self. But most of us have a difficult childhood, difficult experiences. Uh, I find for me and usually my own experiences translate to, you know, most people because of our lives essentially are mostly uh, similar is uh, please talk to me more respectfully, right? If somebody is pulling power um, in relationships, if, 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 if men, um, and not, not just men, but the male energy because the, the patriarchy essentially has ruled the planet for several centuries, Right? It could be women as well as men. And so your sense of self, if somebody talks with you disrespectfully, for instance, it's the second and third chakra issue 
Are you able to be present enough to say, please don't talk to me that way, right? A, a good tip that I always use with myself and with my students and my clients as well is making I statements, right? If there is a difficult situation going on that you don't blame the person, well, you always do this or you always do that, is making I statements really opens that third chakra, which we will get to, of course, making I statements like, you know something, I really would prefer if you did not talk to me that way. Or, you know, I feel uncomfortable uh, when you talk to me like that. You know, just that little I statement is saying, you know, I have to take care of my floors in my building. You can't just run over me. You can't just um, run me over, so to speak. So the second and third chakra will be, of course, be coming up over the next several months. But just a little tip for power struggles, which immediately is of the greatest importance, is making I statements because we all have had power struggles in life. Right? It's, it's parents and children, it is um, uh, employers and employees, like wanting to be addressed respectfully. And that is something that all of us are just beginning to learn. Mm, so many of us are, yes. Yeah. I find that, yeah. uh, I find for, for many people it's a difficult concept. So, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking back to talking about the pain of, of our childhood, the pain of birth and all the things that happen. And it causes us to create blockages because we're putting feelings that we don't know what to do with. We're stuffing them. We're putting them behind emotional walls and things like that. Yes. Do different feelings affect different parts, different chakras, or is this all these feelings sort of bundled up together in our root chakra? I feel, you know, that's an interesting question, Randy. It's almost like in our floor, you know, in our building here, one floor depends on another floor, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, that's why we're taking this one floor at the time and we bring awareness right like awareness what is it how am I responding to life do I respond with fear or do I respond with trust trust and surrender is kind of very closely related right back to my little car incident yesterday I feel it in my floor I feel it in my belly Right, but immediately I bring awareness to it, which is the energy of light, the energy of source, of God, of surrender, if you will. And I start to breathe and I ground myself with my feet on the floor, right? Because when we feel afraid or something difficult has happened, we tend to just flip out of our bodies, right? You've heard the word, you know, Most people don't live in their bodies, right? We live somewhere in the periphery because we're always spinning around in our monkey mind. You've heard the word right, 
monkey yes. mind. Yes. So immediately bringing your awareness and your breath into your first floor, if you will, and breathing and stopping all that monkey mind um, running around is to immediately, my favorite word, of course, you are welcome to use it. Uh, mine kind of changes all the time is that everything is always working out for me. <laughs> right? Yes. Easy, yes. right? Easy. Easy. Be- because immediately the body begins to open and welcome breath. And breath is life. Breath is right. life. Right? Rather right. than in a panicky situation, with most of us carry those panicky situations from our childhood and we feel fearful. What do we do when we're fearful? We stop breathing. Oh, yes. We stop breathing, right? Mm-hmm. We do. And we hold so our breath. Many, mm-hmm. We hold our breath. And so many spiritual practices are based on breath. And so when we feel ready, even today, um, Randy, uh, you know, time-wise, so to speak, is we're going to be doing some breathing and already beginning to dissolve what is challenging. And that's going to mm-hmm. be different for each and every one of our listeners, but if you allow me to, to guide us through maybe one item that our listeners feel fearful about. Right? Mm. Because the silly car incident that I had yesterday is probably connected to a bunch of things from the past, right? Something we couldn't do, something we felt helpless about that shows up in this moment that my car doesn't start. Oh, actually, I lost my car keys. It's even worse, right? It's <laughs> even worse, right? That's so true. And so <laughs> then we go into this great panic which actually has nothing to do with losing my car keys. And so there are some people who lose things all the time. Yes. And I'm wondering how that is connected. So is, is that a teaching tool or is that a, uh, an aspect of not letting go, not letting things flow, not accepting that everything is working out for us. Is, is, there, is that a personality trait or is there something deeper that's causing this to continue to happen to some people? Oh, goodness, excellent question, um, Randy. You know, personality and ego is the same. You know, we formed our personality um, with our ego imprints, like losing things and being fearful, are things that we can literally breed through, but it takes awareness, which is what I'm hoping that our work is bringing to our listeners, to bring awareness. Is it going to be perfect? No, because we're living in this building, in this physical body in this third dimension. But I am hoping um, that as we clean up our building, each floor, each time we meet, that there is more awareness and that we then begin to uh, create more lightness 
and ease into our lives because we're stepping into 5D, but 5D is only available to us when we are less dense, when we are less blocked. So I have uh, the grace that Randy invited me that I can escort you, right, to become more light, to become more connected to source. And so that our lives essentially will expand. So 5D, which is what's happening right now, that's why the universe is insisting that we are healing our minds, our bodies, our spirits. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it's a blessing. I've been doing this work, I don't know, like maybe 35 years. And my work keeps changing the lighter I become, the more easy it becomes for me to teach because I know it. Is it 100% effective in my life? No. But I bring my attention to it, like with my car keys yesterday. And so I don't struggle through the day. You know, I was kind of done within the hour, if you know what I mean. And so then life can continue to flow in as we begin to connect that to manifestation because manifestation is your connection to source, to God, to spirit. So spirit is creating and manifesting through us. We're the vessel. We're the vessel. I wanted to back up a little bit and just touch on, uh, you used the word trust, that we let go and we trust. Yes. Um, And the reason I'm pulling this word out is because Mm -hmm. many of my listeners are, have suffered or are suffering the abuse of some type of predator, manipulator kind of person like that. Yes. And the fear that so many people have is how can I ever trust again when I trusted this person Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they betrayed me. So I wanted to clarify that word a little bit. Um, When you talk Mm -hmm. about trust, what are you meaning? Goodness, you know, you're asking amazing questions, um, Randy. And as we clear our floors, you know, I, I too, essentially, I am, um, a survivor, and I don't like the word anymore because I'm a thriver. Yes. Um, as you know, I'm a thriver. My particular issue was a ritualistic um, abuse of a very small child. Of course, as a very small child, you blindly trust, right? And so my ground floor was a mess, right? And so you bring awareness through your breath that. You're not a small child. You are now a sacred temple. The energy of source, of God, or, or spirit, if you will, is flowing through you. And so the choices that you make in each moment are enlightened choices. Oh, you know, wow. This is not something that we can work out with our intellect. We have to go into our heart and trust that the path is opening because we just are no longer that small child. We have the energy of source of God, of spirit, 
but we have to surrender to it in each moment. And this is going to take us, lovely Randy, the rest of our lives. You know, I feel that in most moments I'm in that space, difficult things happen, but I resolve them with a lot more ease. And if not, you know something, that is okay too. That is okay too. You know, this is not going to be a, a, you know, now it's all done kind of thing because we tend to attract people um, according to old, this old energy. You know, you were abused, you're going to attract an abuser. But no more. As of today, as we do this work together, or of course, this is what I do in my private practice, is I stay with myself. And it's almost like everything lights up. I'm aware of the situation that I'm in because the light bulb has come on. And I make my choices from, I like to call it a place of grace rather than a place of suffering. This yes. is actually huge. Yes. Oh, I love that answer. That, that's just beautiful. It's often in these kind of situations we have the feeling, we know inside exactly what is happening, what we can trust, what we cannot trust, who is tr- mm-hmm. deceiving us and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But we live in this, this world where we go to our ego, we go to our head, we go to control and we say, oh, no, 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 right. that's not right. So what we're going to learn to do is yeah. let that flow energy flow from source that's always there that we can always count on oh so true we go to our heart and Mm -hmm. we breathe and we see what is happening most of the time because you know we're not perfect and so we see what happens and in that moment we redirect the energy here again with our breath and this Randy becomes so much more automatic, you know, which me, it's almost like that's, of course, the, the nature of my work. That's what I help people to do is like immediately, or no, I should say most of the time I can see what's happening, right? And people, for the most part, are not malevolent. They don't mean to harm, but it's the vibrational frequency. If you're fearful, you attract fear. Right. So when you stop feeling fearful, you no longer attract the fear. It Mm. opens the chakras. It opens your ability to manifest divinity and grace, to manifest uh, an improved work situation, to manifest love that is conscious, where challenges still happen, but you're able to say, please don't talk to me that way. That is awareness. That is awareness. Please don't talk to me that way, right? Rather than going into, you know, a difficult situation, we're immediately able to, to direct the energy in a different way. And by the time we finish our work together, uh, Randy, we'll have a pretty good understanding of what does it mean to have grace flowing through me? What does it mean to align myself to grace rather than to fear? 
It sounds like a dream come true. It's Thank wonderful. you. It's wonderful. It's wonderful. So I think uh, at this point, it would be good to do the practical, practical energy um, mastery session. Um, mm-hmm. And this we're going to be working with releasing and opening this root chakra, right? Yes, that's what we are doing. Yes. Okay. So let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And so we're, we're beginning with the root chakra. Um, and we're going to help release any congestion that is ready to be released. And so, uh, first of all, I must ask our lovely listeners not uh, to be driving a vehicle um, because it is possible that we go just in a little bit of a slightly ordered state that is possible. Um, So not to drive a, a vehicle, to just simply sit yourself into a quiet space um, and to have to be sitting to have excuse me to have your legs maybe slightly parted and to feel your root chakra grounding itself into the ground okay like as if you had a long tail at the bottom of your spine and that long tail is going deep into the ground, into Mother Earth, right? Into Mother Earth. And uh, she is waiting. She is the goddess. She is the female feminine energy. And so that long tail, right, goes into the ground. And you're breathing up the energy from, what do you call it, the Holy Mother, or just simply earth energy. Remember, we're getting our sustenance from the earth. And so feeling, breathing the energy of the earth into the root chakra. You may feel like a little bit of a a, a feeling of uh, a little bit of a buzz, maybe. And just know that whatever is obstructing. So I would like to ask you very gently if there is a memory that uh, is challenging for you, Uh, maybe an old uh, memory of fear, a memory of um, um, unpleasant, shall we say, um, to, to bring that just for a moment into your awareness, so to bring the difficult situation, as to normally we try and avoid it, right? But we're bringing light into the difficult situation to begin to dissolve it. And so feeling in your first chakra, whatever the difficult situation is that you remember, and for many of us, of course, um, that is uh, survival and... um, sexual unpleasantness. Let's begin to turn the words around as well. So we're just sitting in silence for a moment and close your eyes, if you will, and and think for a moment of that unpleasant situation because my job is to bring grace into it to begin to dissolve it. Is that clear? Yes. Okay. And we're going to just be sitting here for um, one or two minutes. 
let's say one minute, and just trusting that you're supported by source energy. Just think of your particular difficult situation, please. Breathing deeply, please. back and breathe the energy from those lower areas breathe it into the heart it's almost breathing that small child male or female into the heart center the heart chakra in the middle of the chest that is the god and goddess energy and of course that opens the energy of trust and love. And just put that little boy or little girl in the heart chakra and breathe. We're going to sit for another moment like this. Now, of course, you stop thinking about a difficult situation. You're thinking about grace and beauty and the energy of source, the um, the uh, mother creator, father creator of the universe that only knows love and that is beginning to dissolve that difficult situation into light and into love. So that little girl or little boy is now in the heart and gradually being reborn. Just feel yourself open, open, bring in a beautiful color. The color of the heart chakra is actually green. Nice, a little bit longer. You're not only thinking of love. Only thinking of love. Mm. Mother, Father, God, Source Energy, by whatever name you want to, you want to call. Mm. Divinity, Source Energy, Love. There is only love. And I gently going into the brow chakra, which is between the eyebrows and slightly up. 
The energy is purple, just welcoming, welcoming, welcoming love energy. Good. And then into the crown, and it's almost like a little cup is opening at the top of the head. That is the uh, the energy of um, ah, the energy of love, like a beautiful little cup, and just like a, a beautiful ray or beam of light is coming out of the crown of the head. About thirty minutes or so. Uh, thirty minutes. About thirty. Um, or a foot or so, or 30 centimeters above the head. And so opening that little cup and having the energy of the universe. Beautiful, beautiful energy from the eighth dimension. (coughs) Excuse me. Eighth dimension, which is the angelic realm. This is the energy that's always around you. And bringing that angel energy, you may be feeling love and light and bringing that all the way through that tube, that uh, forehead, the throat, the heart, the solar plexus, the navel chakra, all the way down your buildings, all the way down the floor, all the way into your root chakra where we first began. And receive the blessings. And taking a few soft breaths. And if I may suggest before you resume your day, the experiences of your day, uh, to feel the gratitude that you are never alone. The angel energy, especially during these times where we are preparing a building, if you will, to step into 5D where manifestation and creation essentially is already beginning to flow a lot easier. And so if I may just, um, just you know, a, a little love reminder when challenging thing happens, breathe and Abraham Hicks says, everything is always working out for me. <laughs> well, right? That felt so good, Lydia. Um, thank you. So our next show is going to be March 26th, as I said. Uh-huh. Um, I'll just uh-huh. name the dates so the listeners can put this on their calendar and be prepared to, awesome. uh, to show up. So we have the next would be April 23rd, then May 21st, then June 25th, July 23rd, and August 23rd. So all at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Tune in, and we'll be going up the chakras. Up um, our floors. Up our floors, right. We're going to go to the second floor. Thank you, Lydia. This was so beautiful. Um, I so appreciate the gifts that You're you welcome. Have given us may, today. I, may I just say one little thing, if I may? Sure, absolutely. If, if our listener, if our listener wants a little bit more clarification uh, on what we did, uh, to go to my website and actually, um, it's all for free. Uh, all the chakras are listed there, and uh, unfortunately, the first chakra is not listed there. 
yet because something went wrong there. Uh, the second track of what we're going to be doing next month, our listeners can come prepared. Okay. And your website and is? Let's begin to manifest. It's yes. uh, com. Okay. So let's spell that. L Y D I A V A N D E N D E N B R O E C K B R B for boy R O E C K Vandenbrook Vandenbrook Lydia Vandenbrook Okay um, and actually listeners if you are confused about the spelling you can just it's on the title of today's show So we're going to go there we're going to get prepared we have a whole month to to do that <laughs> and <laughs> And let's um, stay rooted in the ground in Mother Earth. Thank you, Lydia. Awesome. Thank you, Randy. Have a lovely month. You too. We'll see you in March. Take care. Okay, dear. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. So we are out of time today, but if you have any comments or questions about today's show, you can email me at loveyourlife at randyfine.com. May joy and serenity always be yours. Goodbye. Thank we you, We hope Randy. you enjoyed Bye-bye. today's show. Visit randyfine.com, R-A-N-D-I-F-I-N-E.com, and be sure to sign up to receive updates on the latest blog posts, events, and upcoming shows. Thank you for listening.